All right, you guys, Amanda Francis is on today's episode, and I could not be more excited to share this with you guys, but I need to I need to explain this story a little bit more in depth. We explain it um, briefly in our conversation, but what happened is I was on Instagram, and I was tapping through Amanda's story, and it, it said, who's available at this time to do a podcast today, like, you know, and give a reason why in the little like question box. And I basically just wrote because people need to hear the truth. <laughs> and then I just kind of left it. And I was like, you know, it'd be really damn cool if, if I was on or Amanda was on my podcast. But I just kind of leaned back and I left it. And I was like, whatever, it's cool. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, no big deal. It's not the end of the world. And then, and then all of a sudden, I get a message from her team, from her and her team saying, are you available at this time? We're doing it, all the things, and we did it. We had a riff, and she had a couple lined up, so we had about 20 minutes to have this quick chat. So I really just left the the mic, the stage, the floor to Amanda to share her insights and stories and vibes with you guys, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to her riff on on all the things. Um, But more importantly, I just kind of wanted to share that I teach this in sales, is when we sell, we need to lean back. And so this is exactly what happened when I was like, oh my god, yes, I want Amanda to be on my podcast, like, obviously. But I wasn't sitting there like dwelling on it, obsessing on it. I was just like, hey, yeah, I did what I had to do. And I'm gonna go live my life. And if it, it works, it works. And it worked. So there was no like weird like, oh my god, I'm checking my messages every two minutes, I'm sitting there obsessing. It was like, this would be fun, I want to do this, let's hold space for this, and it happened. And so for those of you who do coaching with me on sales, this is what I talk about (laughs) leaning back, is like, do what you need to do, and then just go live your life, it's all going to be okay, it's all going to work out. And this was a prime freaking example. So let's get into it, let's hear from... Amanda, let's enjoy the show. And as always, when you're listening, you can screenshot, you can tag me at exogingy and tag Amanda at exoamandafrancis. And we love to hear when you're listening and we love to celebrate you. How do I want to start this off? Courageously confident. No, wait. Welcome to the Courageously Confident Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Schultz, otherwise known as Exogingy. This podcast is a space for women who are ambitious, driven, and won't stop until they reach their goals. I am here to inspire, uplift, educate, and show you that anything is possible. It's basically like for all things social media, business, sales, mindset, entrepreneurship, health, and fitness, we do it all here on the CC Podcast. I know that women like you don't hold back you're ready to step towards your purpose. Yeah. So stick around because you're ready to get courageously confident AF. All the people listening, who's Amanda Francis? Um, wow. (laughs) (laughs) That should be an easier question for me. Um, I'm to be blunt, I'm commonly known as the money queen. And I think that's because over the past nine years, I've built a company that's created um, financial empowerment for hundreds of thousands of women. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So I do that by being someone who creates digital courses, 
often, well, a lot of the courses are for women entrepreneurs, but some of the courses, like the money-based courses are for everyone. Um, and I help people heal their past experiences with money, change their belief systems around money, learn to see money differently, begin to understand the, the frequency of money and how money works and how to change the paradigms and patterns and roles that money has and hasn't played and create an entirely new experience with money. I love it. I love it. And I, I just love and admire the way that you show up is so unapologetic. Like you're just like, I'm Amanda fucking France. <laughs> like, well, this I is what I have to say. And, and all of that kind of thing. And something that I think would be really valuable for the people and the audience of the Creatively Confident podcast is there's a lot of women who are afraid to show up because of all these stories. So how mm -hmm. did you find your confidence and your power to show up in the way that's just like, this is who I am and it's perfect and it's fine and it's all the things. How did you build that? Well, the truth is that it's really hard for other people to treat you better than you'll treat you. Mm -hmm. And like, if I don't believe I'm Amanda fucking Francis, no one else can believe I'm Amanda fucking Francis. Right. So I don't know. It's about your internal dialogue your internal validation, um, accepting yourself, loving yourself, choosing to show up as someone who's good enough. Like none of us are perfect and none of us have it all figured out, but I think most of us know something, right? So I think all I did was show up on the internet and said, here's what I know for sure. You know what I mean? Here's what I've been practicing, studying, implementing, working on, figuring out, and here's how it's affecting me. And then over time, it was like, here's how this is affecting me and my clients. And this is how this is affecting me and my clients and the people in my courses. And now it's like, this is how it's affecting me. And like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> between like my podcast and YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and email lists. So, but it really, it really was like a one day at a time journey of many days asking myself, it was something like, Amanda, what do you know for sure? And what do you have to say? And go ahead and express that unapologetically, you know? I love that. And, and I think so many people are going to resonate because something I hear a lot is like, oh, I'm being too repetitive or people are going to get sick of me saying the same thing. But it's like, well. Lies. That is so not true. Right. And it's because when you are deeply passionate about it, you're going to show up and share it like people need to hear it every day because people need to hear it every day. Right. So it's yeah. just having that unshakable vibe and that, that confidence around yourself, which I love. And I think, I think it's one of those things too, that it's almost like an excuse, like, Oh, I, I, people are going to, um, sick of hearing me or blah, blah, blah. So then people don't show up for other fears. Right. Yeah. It's like a way to play small. I think often, um, you know, I really, really think it's not true. So when someone, often someone who's watched like my more recent YouTube videos or they're in a more recent program and then they enroll in an older program or if it's like the Money Mentality Makeover course where I've been building it out over so many years. So there's the early modules, there's the newer modules and then there's all the bonuses and all the bonuses have been recorded in the past like few years. Um, some even last year. So like when people enroll in a course like that and they watch the evolution, I hear over and over and over again, like you're saying the same thing, 
but you've evolved it. You've grown into it. You've expanded it. You get it in a deeper way. You teach on it from a more like eloquent or evolved place. Like that's true. I do have a much deeper understanding, but from the beginning, I've basically been saying like, you're good enough. You're worthy. It's safe to trust your heart and to be guided by your, like your deepest, truest desires. Money is not good or bad. You're allowed to have it. You're allowed to want it. You're allowed to use it well. You're allowed to forgive yourself for how you did or didn't use it in the past. Like I've been saying all this same shit for like the whole time. <laughs> and it's still working and it's still, <laughs> and people still need to hear it. And it's the well, same for anyone's message. It's the same yes. for anyone's freaking message. I love that so much. Yeah, you, you'll get new examples, you'll get new stories, you'll have, you'll have some new things to say, but like, I think our core message was kind of put on in our hearts from birth, and we can't really do anything about it besides like tap into it and fucking say it. Yes, I love that so much. It's just show up, say it, the people need to hear it, and that it just is what it is. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, something you, you've, I think you've talked about for a while. You recently did like a, uh, Instagram story on it is riffing about like asking the right questions. And so mm -hmm. the one that stood out to me, well, there's kind of two is like when people want to enroll in a course and they're like, when does it start or what are the details? And you're like, that really doesn't matter. And then there's the other part of it of like, Oh, Amanda, when you built your business, like what website did you use? Or wow. yeah. <laughs> so what like, are the right quest the right questions? This is not what matters. <laughs> um, okay. So the reason the the questions that I there's nothing wrong with wondering. Mm -hmm. It's fine to wonder, like who's your email host or or where where do you send out not your email host, where's your website host? Where do you send your emails out from? What's your favorite payment processor? Like, these are fine questions. They're just not the questions that matter. I think the, the most important question is, like, how do you think? Like, how do you navigate this journey? Like, what, what is your, like I said earlier, what is your internal dialogue? Like, how do you speak to yourself? How do you make choices? How do you trust yourself? How do you trust your team? Like, what do you do when you're stuck? What do you do when you're stuck in a negative thought pattern or dynamic? Like more about like how I be, you know what I mean? Like how I be and how I perceive life made me a multimillionaire, not what email provider I went with. I love that. And it's, so it's like, for me, if I well right now or had a day with Amanda Francis, I would not give a shit what emails <laughs> you use or what no. website like I would be like in your brain like tell me your thought process like I want to know yeah what goes through your mind what is your life like so it's like asking the right questions because that's what really matters to level up and, and to grow like we can and like you said there's nothing wrong with wondering or how what does she use and, and that's fine sure. but what's more important are these deeper kind of questions so, yeah. so on that Amanda, <laughs> a lot of people assume like it's perfect for you, right? I feel like even though I know like you are a human, you struggle, you've got limited, yeah. you've got, we've all got our shit, right? Uh -huh. A lot yeah. of people probably look at you and say, well, she's got it all together. It's easy for her. She has no yeah. issues, whatever. What is something that you're currently, that you want to share that you're currently working on for yourself for you to step into 
your next level, your next piece of growth? I mean, okay. So to, to tie it into what we just said, like the most, if the most important thing about what makes someone successful is their belief system, right? Then the most important work I'm always doing is on my own belief systems and where I'm up against my own new, like what I would call like an edge, which is just an area for growth. Mm. So what I would say, this is going to sound crazy, but we're just, here we are. Let's go with it. It's like you're, as long as you're someone who's determined to keep growing and expanding, you're always going to hit your edge. You're just going to hit your edge over and over and over and over and over again. And you really don't believe you can do it at the next level. It doesn't matter that I had like a $3.6 million year last year and, and a seven figure quarter. And what other, what were other big things about last year? Oh, my biggest month was a $420,000 month. Like these are crazy numbers. And I logically know they're crazy, but that doesn't mean that when I feel into the next level and I'm like, can I do a 500? Can I do a 700? That I don't get that, that I don't feel the same exact fear that I felt when I first started thinking about having a $10,000 month. It's, you still go like, whoa, who am I to do that? Can I really play at that level? What will that mean for me? What will I even do with that much money? Can I trust myself in it? Like it all, you have, it all comes up again and you kind of rework it, rearrange it again, get clearer on how you know you can trust yourself and what you do will, what you will do with it, how you will use it for good and how you will expand your business with it and what you, how you will invest and donate and buy and whatever. And then like why the world needs me to play at a higher level and set an example yet again that a really fucking wild thing is possible. And like, I just have to rework my shit all the time. Like I bought, um, I don't know, like I, like it sounds like such first world white people problems. And I'm just so, I don't, I, I want to separate those two things. It sounds like one, a, a privileged problem because it is. And also, I understand that some people had it harder than me in various ways. I also know that I didn't come from anything and I created this. So I had privileges on my side and I had some things not on my side and I fucking created it anyway, right? So when the little girl from Sand Springs, Oklahoma buys the multi-million dollar house at the edge of Beverly Hills, she will feel crazy. She will think, did I push it too far this time? Can I really handle this, sustain this, do this forever? And of course I fucking can. Like I've been doing it for a very long time now. But do you get what I'm saying? Like the edge doesn't stop coming. Right. And it feels, it feels the same as it did when I wanted a 5000 or $10,000 or $20,000 a month. It's just, it's just I'm used to bigger numbers now. Yes. Like those become your norm kind of. Yes, my new normal is much higher. What I, what I call your energetic set point mm-hmm. or your, uh, your energetic minimums or maximums, like my, what I expect is much higher. But it's still the same fucking thing where I'm still a human with limiting beliefs at the edge of my own expansion all the time. Absolutely. So I'm curious your thoughts on this. This is something I, I think about sometimes you know, coaching is becoming more popular and all these things. And and we see a lot of people chasing numbers like, oh, I hit 5k. Now it's 10k. Now it's 20. Then it's 50. Then it's blah, blah, blah. Like each month. And it just becomes almost this number chase. 
And mm -hmm. then people get kind of what I believe is just caught up with chasing numbers and they don't connect a deeper reason why. And it's kind of what you were just saying, like, well, what the hell am I going to do with a hundred thousand dollars a month? I don't need that, but what am I going to do with it? What is that going to mean for my life, for the world or whatever? So, so I, I truly see, you know, women who are, are making loads of money and creating an incredible, um, an abundance of wealth, it's because they mm -hmm. have this deeper connection to it. So, so yeah. is there a way that you can relate to that or riff on that for people who are just kind of like stuck in this number game, which usually feels icky and weird. Like, what does it mean for us or for you to, to have an overflow of wealth? And when we connect to that, we're going to receive that because we connect to it on a deeper level. It means not having to say no because of money to what Ever it is you desire to do you know what I mean and so it's not just the luxurious things because those are great but it's also you know like I paid for my sister's divorce a couple years ago thank god that that money was just sitting in my account and I could get her out of that goddamn marriage with that crazy man like it matters it matters all the time in lots of different ways that I'm not inhibited by money you know what I mean but the, the daily deeper reason, the more the thing that like keeps me going is people like us, if you're on this podcast listening, you probably have this feeling like people like us need meaning, you know, it's money and meeting, meaning it's income and impact. Like I need fucking all of it. Like if I was making money doing something that didn't feel good to me, that didn't bring me alive, that didn't light me up, like I, I don't think I would have the kind of motivation I have. It's like seeing the changes in people's lives all day, every day, and the, the feedback I get and the emails and the DMs and the people thanking me. It's like I have daily reminders that it matters to someone. It matters to a lot of people that I keep doing this, that I keep inspiring and empowering and creating this kind of content, you know? Yes, absolutely. And I think it's such a good message for anyone listening who feels like, oh, this isn't working or wants to give up. It's like connect to that meaning, connect to your purpose, connect to the fulfillment to show up every day and do it and make it mean something more. Because really, we just want to be fulfilled as humans. We just want to be fulfilled. Yeah, we just want to be happy. And I would like, I will say, if anyone's thinking, yeah, but I don't have anyone telling me that it matters yet, that it's helping them yet, mm -hmm. it's making a difference yet. Like, well, I didn't either. I remember the very first email that was like thanking me <laughs> for something, like the very first one. Like, n none of us are born with an audience. None of us are, well, not none of us. I mean, I guess like a celebrity child may be born with an audience, but the vast majority of us online aren't born with an audience. Like, creating the impact and the content and the things that help other people is, you know, a, like a continual choice you make. Um, I just remember deciding and knowing and believing that this was the direction I was going. So all that effort had like an intentional purpose. Like we were going to make a big difference in the world. And I, I had locked into that desire, you know, and belief and, and from the day I started the business. Yeah. And like you said, it's just deciding this is going to work. This is going to happen and, and going with that and not being wishy-washy about it. Just being all in and showing yeah. up. I love yeah. It. Yeah. Because it's going to look like it's not fucking working a lot probably in the beginning and you have to keep going anyway. So, I didn't make money for like three years. I mean, 
I mean, that. yes. And so for someone listening, because a lot of people who listen are maybe at a stage that it's the beginning or they're somewhere where they don't want to be yet or, or whatever. And there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of all kind of woo woo. And then there's a lot of all just strategy. And I believe mm -hmm. you need a combination of both. That's my personal belief. But someone yeah. right now who might be confused of like, okay, do I just sit here and like meditate on it? Or do I go in and learn all these like click funnel things? Like, what would you say to someone when they're confused of like, what do I do? Do I need the strategy? Do I need the mindset? In my opinion, you, you need both. But someone who's just like so confused on what to do in their business. Yeah. I think it's equal parts, but I think it starts with the energetic for me personally. Yeah. For me, it has always looked like I decide what I want, you know, where I'm going, how much money, what kind of audience, how many people enrolling in this or that. I decide what I want. And then I just take this stance where like I'm willing to be guided. So now that I'm like nine years in, well, like I kind of, I kind of have a system for how I use social media, how I send emails. Like there's a system, but every piece of my system was developed from an inspired action. I never hired someone and said like, teach me how to be an, an email genius. I became an email genius. Like one God, what would you have me say email at a time? You know what I mean? So like, I'm maybe a little bit different than most people because I don't have click funnels. I don't have any funnels. Um, I don't really run ads, but none of that is bad. It's just, it wasn't my inspired actions. I organically became more of a content marketer, someone who creates continual content that drives people back to their paid stuff, you know, without really meaning to be, that was just what was natural for me. So to make it like to explain it more briefly, so I choose what I get to have. I'm willing to be guided. And I, and I remember the first time I made like an opt-in for my email list. It was just like, I knew I desired an email list. I was like, what are we going to do to make one? And I just had the quick idea one day to pull a meditation out of module three of Money Mentality Makeover and learn how to use lead pages real quick and get people to opt into the thing. And like people were opting in all day that day. And I got like the first hundred people on my email list. And I was like, oh, okay, like I can email market. Like, I don't know, but like, it was just one little day, one little step, one little moment at a time. And so when I teach the practical side, I think I make it simple and clear and brief and strategic, but I wouldn't want the strategy without my own inner guidance taking me through it. Cause a lot of the strategy is kind of like bullshit and rules based. And I'm not into that vibe, you know? Agreed. I'm totally, I'm totally the same way. So I know we have limited time right now because you're a hot yes. commodity today. <laughs> I so am a hot commodity I'm, today. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious what, what's happening? What are your goals? What are your desires for 2020? Like how can, how can it get better? What's the next level for Amanda Francis this year? Oh, we're going to get better and better. We've barely even started. Whoa, um, I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, we have done, we're not plateauing now. This is not the year we start plateauing. I don't know. I think $5 million would be cool. Um, my book will come out this year. I'm on chapter, I just released chapter six of the book. So I'll be writing chapter seven soon. So I'm writing it for a, a a group of people for anyone who doesn't follow my work I'm writing it for a group of people who signed up to be like on the book experience with me and they get a chapter each chapter as I write it 
but the book will be finished, you know, in a couple of months. So then I have to, you know, like do the self-publishing vibe, put myself, cause I turned down a book deal and then put myself like on a book tour and like, I don't know, I, I guess I'm going to learn how to be an author or whatever. <laughs> so I'll be an author this year. I'll make more money. Um, I think it would be amazing to like double my audience, you know, like maybe have some really good PR and articles and, and write in some, you know, I love writing, write in some cool public, continue to write in cool publications. Like I've written in Business Insider and Forbes, but I don't know, maybe I should be, maybe I should write an article for like a glossy, like very like mainstream magazine or something. I don't know. So I think good PR, lots of money, expand the audience, become an author. And truly, isn't it time that God brings me the man of my dreams? I think that would complete it all. Oh, this is so good. This is like lighting me up. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. So yeah. Amanda, thank you so much for taking this time. This was so random. Did I even say this at the beginning? I don't know if I, did I say No, that? we didn't tell the people. We can tell so, them. Okay. So <laughs> you put on your Instagram story that you had a spot open up to, to be interviewed. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I think I put in the box, like people just need to hear the truth or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then your team reached out and I was like, um, hell freaking yeah. So, and it's so funny. Um, I talk a lot about like leaning back, right. Energy. And I was uh-huh. like, Amanda is going to pick me. I'm not going to think about it. I'm going <laughs> to So good. And then here we are. So freaking epic. So I love yeah. this. Um, if the people are not already following you, which where are they if, if they're not, but your exo Amanda Francis on Instagram, is there anything yeah. else you want to share? Yeah. Exo Amanda Francis on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok. I just got a TikTok. Oh. I don't know how to use it. And also I have tons of YouTube videos. I have a podcast called and she rises. Um, you can just search Amanda Francis in YouTube or in podcasts. Um, and then a great resource we should give them is um, that, you know, the money mentality makeover waitlist link where when you opt into it, you get all those free money manifesting resources. We should give them all the money manifesting resources. And, and then you'll get a 200 coupon dollar off coupon code later if you want to enroll in my course on money. But whether you choose to do that or not is irrelevant. Just jump into all the free money manifesting resources. Amazing. I'll link all the things so people can find all of your goodness. So thank you so much, Amanda. You're amazing. This was so fun. And thank you for taking the time and you and your team choosing the Courageously Confident podcast. We, We love you and appreciate you. And I will connect with you soon. Yes. Thank you, love. Thank you for having me. It was fun. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <clears throat>